this episode of the Attracting and Retaining Customers podcast, I'm going to share with you some questions that uh, I've been asked recently about presenting. Welcome back to the Attracting and Retaining Customers podcast, the podcast that offers tips and ideas for sales, marketing, presenting and pitching. I'm your host, Trevor Lee, and thank you so much for joining me. Now, on today's show, I'm going to be tackling a few questions that I've recently been asked by people uh, about presenting. And these questions are things, questions that people have asked me um, at events or also when we've been doing training sessions together. And there have been a, one or two that have come in by email. So I'm going to try and uh, answer three or four of them maybe on today's show. Before I begin, though, a reminder that you can find the show on iTunes and uh, download all the previous episodes. This is episode number 17. Um, Simply type in attracting and retaining customers into the iTunes search bar or indeed into your podcast app search. So it would be fantastic if you... uh, you know, subscribe to the show, and um, and if you think it's any good, then which I hope it is, <laughs> then uh, please go on to iTunes and leave a review. That would that would be brilliant. Right. So let's uh, let's get cracking here. So, what's the first question? Well, the first question that I've got on my list here is that a question that often comes up is, uh, what's the best way to start a presentation? Well, it is, you know, some people think that you've got 20 seconds or so to make a first impression in any contact that you have in the in the in the business world if you like. So, uh yeah, it's probably fair to say that you've got about 20 seconds to gain the attention of your audience because, you know, you've been there, haven't you? You've been a member of that audience and you've sat there and you've seen the next presenter come on and you are kind of, you know, consciously or subconsciously making a decision, aren't you? That within those first few seconds now, is this going to be worth me engaging with? Am I going to like this presentation? Or am I going to be thinking, God, I hope they don't go on too long and let's get on to the, the next one or the end of the event. So, uh, you know, you need you need to get a good start. And unfortunately, what a lot of people do is that they... They what I might call faff around at the start of, the, of their presentation, and you you know have a have a think about have a look at next time you next time you're in the audience see if you spot any of these occurring. But a lot of people start with an excuse. Uh, good morning. Um, listen, I really apologise for my my voice. Um, you know, if you it's got a bit croaky on me, and then they start to you know as I'm I'm doing you can't see, but they start to grab their throat and fiddle around with it and things like that. Um, you know, don't do, don't make apologies. Don't make apologies. And a worst case scenario is apologize for the fact that you only were given the presentation last night. Oh goodness, that's not a very good reflection of you or your organisation, is it? So don't start with a, an excuse. Don't also start by um, if you're using a microphone. Some people start their presentation by tapping on the microphone and going, um, "Can can you all hear me? Can you all hear me? Um, I hope that's okay." Uh, or they're fiddling around with a clicker just to check how it works. Well, oh, don't do that at the start of your presentation. Do that before the audience arrives. So, if you're serious about you know delivering a great presentation, particularly to a business audience, then get there early. Or, or check, you know, and check out and with the IT guy on the site. Make sure you understand it all works, and then you're you're ready to go. Um, 
And also, um, if you, <laughs> one of the things I've noticed is that if people who start their presentation by by making an, ex, you know, almost apologising for being there, so, ladies and gentlemen, I won't keep you very long, or this presentation will be quite short. Well, I don't care how long you keep me, as long as the information you're going to share with me is great. Um, and I, I think there's a correlation between uh, the people who say, I'll keep it short, and the people who go on and on and on and on. So <laughs> there's a good chance that the people, if someone says, I'll keep it short, A, they've got no idea, how they haven't practiced it to the time, they haven't timed it, and it's going to go on and on and on and on and on. So don't do that. So what are you going to do to start with? Well, I always think that you, you know, if you, you know, start with something that grabs the audience's attention, so a bold statement. One of the ones I've been doing recently is that uh, I've been doing a couple of presentations about sales strategy and I've been using this figure 70%. Ladies and gentlemen, 70% of people who now contact your organization are ready to buy. And uh, you know, that sort of thing. That you know, that can usually you know, get their impression. If you're going to, if you're using PowerPoint, you could you could start off with a, you know, some sort of striking image on the screen if you like. Um, what you see here, ladies and gentlemen, is a typical, you know, something really quite, you know, dramatic that that gets their attention. Um, or if you've got a little anecdote that you want to share, you know, that that's going to create immediate attention, do that as well. But don't bang on. Don't start by banging on about your company, how great you are, and how many awards you've won, and all that sort of stuff. I don't want to hear all that because I want to hear something that a I don't know, and b will be of interest to me and my company. So what's the benefit to me? So there you go. If you're going to start a presentation, don't faff around at the beginning. Think about something that will really grab the attention of the audience and go for that. So hope that's helpful in answering that question. What's the best way to start a presentation? One of the other questions I've been asked uh, about presenting is... How many slides should I use? Well, there you go. There's an interesting question, is it? Particularly for those of you who suffer from, who've been to, who've been to occasions, and you've suffered from that death by PowerPoint. Whoa, you know that, that's a really good question, isn't it? How many slides should I use? Well, okay, let's spool it back to the beginning. Uh, before you think about how many slides you should use, the question really to ask yourself is: Do I need to use any slides at all? Do I need to use, you know, Prezi or PowerPoint or Keynote or whatever it is? So can you do your presentation without slides? Well, that might be, uh, you know, that might be risky for some of you because a lot of presenters kind of use slides to hide behind in a sense. It's as though, well, the slides are do all the talking, you know, I don't need to be a great presenter if I've got slides, you know, the audience aren't really looking at me, they're looking at the slides. Well, don't think like that. The slides are there as a prompt for your audience. They're not there to take over your role or indeed be a script for you. So a presentation is a people thing. It is about you. You're the presenter. The way you, you know, you deliver the presentation creates the most impact. So don't hide behind your your slides. So if you do decide to use slides, well, you know, the answer clearly is start from one and work up. Um, and one of the things I find is that a lot of people, uh, when they're planning a presentation, they, the first thing they tend to do is fire up the PowerPoint and start populating slides. Well, you know, that's not a great idea. Slides, you know, uh, some people some people use 80 slides in a 10-minute presentation because they're just flicking through them. And that really works for them in a particular case. Other people use far too many slides in a 10-minute or 20-minute presentation. So 
The answer to the question is you have to use the number of slides that you need to create the biggest impact with your audience. So create your presentation by all means, you know, get that sorted and then be the ruthless editor. So do I need all these slides? Does that slide really need to be there or is it just nice to have? Or is it something I want to kind of... A lot of, a lot of presenters tend to put slides on screens almost to try and confirm how much information they know and the knowledge that they have. Well, don't fall into that trap when you're putting your slides together. Focus entirely on the question, will that slide be of value to the audience? You don't need to use this presentation to remind your audience or tell your audience everything you know. This is the kind of kitchen sink approach, which I think we covered in, a, in an earlier podcast. So, in answer to the question, how many slides should I use? Start from zero and work up, but be very careful that you don't bombard your audience with too many slides. Avoid death by PowerPoint at all costs. Right, that was the that was the second question. Um, we've got a couple more questions coming up, so uh, let's let's have a think about. Here we go. I'll just dig out the next question for you. So, question number three, I, I often get asked is, how do I ensure my presentation runs on time? And I think in a lot of cases, particularly events where there's more than one presenter, presenters running over time is a big issue because the fact is that most of them run over time. Uh, and it's simply because they've no, you know, a lot, a lot of presenters, unfortunately, they don't practice enough. They don't practice against the clock. And if they do practice against the clock, they tend to forget that on the day, they will elaborate. So my first rule is that uh, if you've got a, let's say, let's for ease of calculation, a 10-minute presentation, then aim to deliver it in 80% of the allocated time. So that means you want to practice delivering this in eight minutes. Because on the day, you will run over a little bit. And I've, I've, I've witnessed two classic runovers fairly recently. Um, I went to uh, a Chamber of Commerce event and uh, lots of people there. And at the time, each presenter was given three minutes. And one of the speakers was a well-known, a well-known you know, local business person. And, I, and I, I have this little habit of putting the clock on the presenters. And uh, the lady, she was about eight minutes by the time she finished. And of course, she had no idea. I, I, I spoke to her afterwards and uh, we got, you know, just talking about the presentation a little bit, uh, came into casual conversation as I try and steer it in that direction. And um, I said, oh, out of interest, how long do you think you took then? Well, she said, in the car on the way here, it was two and a half minutes. <laughs> and I said, well, would, would you believe it was eight minutes on the day? And she had no idea. And that's what happens because presenters, you know, once they get in the flow bit like running this podcast, really. You look at the clock and think, oh, my God, we're 11 minutes into this already. You get into the flow and it just happens. So uh, if you're going to do a presentation, you want it to run on time, then practice it in 80% of the allocated time. And be quite ruthless with the way you time the practice, okay? So it's really important because from an event organizer's point of view, it is a nightmare if people run over. 
I saw a guy recently. He had ten minutes, and um, and he said, "Oh, I'm, um, I really apologise to the audience to start with, which is not a great thing to do." He said, "I'm not really sure how long this is going to take. I've got a f- I've been told I've only got ten minutes, as though he was like told on the day, you know, which is kind of ridiculous." He said, "But I think I've got a feeling it's going to be more than that." Well, it was nineteen minutes, and it was full of stuff. No one had any idea what he was talking about. He had so many messages; it was all over the place. Uh, and, and it was from a, a well-known uh, local uh, sort of educational institution. So not a great reflection on them, really. So there we go. Uh, make sure if you want to run your presentation on time, uh, practice it 80% of your time. Be ruthless. Be relaxed on the day. And if you come in under time on the day, your audience will think, wow, that was great. So get all those key messages. And remember, three key messages only doesn't matter how long your presentation takes a good start a good finish don't forget the finish and if you do practice 80 percent of the time and then you know things get a little you know you get a little bit carried away you've still got time for that big finish my final top tip is that if you do get invited to speak at an event and you know there's going to be four or five presenters and you've all got five minutes or ten minutes or whatever get on first because if you get on first everybody else running over time won't disrupt you Worst thing that can happen to any presenter is you're last to speak of five people and the other four have run over. And effectively, between them, they've taken all of your time. And then the, the, the organiser says, oh, I'm really sorry, but we're running out of time here. Is there any way you could shorten your presentation? Oh, God, you've worked really hard to do a great presentation. Now you've been asked to shorten it. The audience are beginning to drift away because you know, they've got work to do and they've got other places to be. So get on first. It's well worth it. There you go. Right, one more question coming up, and it's to do with nerves. Okay, now a lot of people feel nervous about doing a presentation. And usually, it's the, the worst part for people is the anticipation of delivering the presentation. So the five minutes before you go on or the 10 minutes before you go on, that's usually the bit where people feel most nervous. Very often when they get out there and start delivering it, they don't feel nervous at all. And often the uh, the audience have no idea you're nervous. When I do a presentation coaching course, uh, we do a lot, of pe- a lot of practice presentations and usually five or six people. And whilst one person is practicing, I get the others to act as the coaches for the f- and, um, and provide feedback. And very often at the end of the presentation, I say to the person, so how did that go? And they say, oh, I felt really nervous, you know, delivering it in front of everybody here. So I asked the rest of the guys on the on the program, who spotted that that person was nervous? And very rarely does anybody realise you're nervous. So it's often a thing, it is a mindset, but you want a little bit of an edge to a presentation because you just want to, you know, you want that adrenaline flowing a little bit, don't you? You want to feel, you want to feel good, you know, you want to get a little bit of an edge going. So, but you don't want to be clearly a nervous wreck. So how are you going to overcome all that? Well, first of all, clearly, you know, if you're prepared and you've practiced, then that will help you be less nervous. You will be less nervous if you know how the equipment all works before you walk onto the stage to do your presentation. So get there early, check out the sound, check out the PowerPoint, how it's all going to work, how the clicker works, all that sort of stuff. Get all that out of the way. That will reduce your feeling nervous. Get someone to introduce you because then you won't have to worry about in, you know being introduced. That will help you. Uh, that will help you feel less nervous as well. And also, um, 
you know, if you're if you're worried about the way the slides are going to work, well, again, as we mentioned uh, earlier in the in in this uh, podcast, you know, think about not having any slides. Because if you don't have any slides, you don't have any equipment to worry about. You don't have to think, oh, is the slide coming up on the screen? I saw a guy present recently at a big event, and um, and he and he got really he got really nervous during the presentation itself. And it was mainly because he was stood in front of the screen, and he had to kept he kept he all he had a prompter, but he had kept, he kept for some reason looking behind him at the big screen as though he didn't believe what was on his prompter. And he got in a right. I'm afraid he was a you know he got in a right old mess about it, and, and unfortunately he had to quit before the end of his presentation, which was a real shame. But um, it it does happen. And then the other couple of things is I always say to people: wear clothes that you feel most confident in. So think about what you you know what clothes you feel confident in. That will help you uh, be a bit, bit less nervous as well. And always have a little safety net. And there's a little safety net for me is a glass of water. So suddenly if you're mid-presentation and you're thinking, oh God, what's coming up next? I can't remember what's coming up next. Have a little sip of your water. It, no one will notice that there's not an unnatural break in the presentation. And finally, you know, have some notes with you. I always have postcard-sized notes, one or two words per slide as a safety net. So I know what's coming up next. I just, just I've got the information there in case I forget. Don't go on stage with wades of A4 notes because you'll drop a couple of those pages they'll get them in the wrong order and that will make you feel even more nervous so there we go if you want to overcome nerves then you know be prepared you know do your practice runs check all the equipment on the day um just and then try and convert your you know your sort of nervous energy into positive energy think about and it's you know i know this is hard to do but think about i'm going to go out there and i'm going to really enjoy delivering this so there we go. I've really enjoyed delivering this podcast for you. Uh, there's a few questions about presentations. I hope they've been useful. Um, that's the end of the podcast. So uh, if you are new to the show, hit the subscribe button. Um, if you'd like to go onto iTunes and leave a review, that would be fantastic. If you've got any questions that you'd like me to address on the on the podcast, then do send them to me, trevor at trevorleemedia.co.uk or connect with me on LinkedIn. So I'm your host, Trevor Lee. I'll be back with another episode of Attracting and Retaining Customers very soon. So until the next time, thanks very much for listening. Bye.